Hello, hello. Hello, hello. You sent me a hilarious image last night. For those who might not rem- might not know what a word cloud is, it is somewhat outdated. They've been around for a long time, but still interesting way to measure and visually present data around, I would say, sentiment. I think that's typically how they're used, yeah. Or, you know, just any sort of description. Really. Can you talk into the mic, please? Uh, any sort of uh, description, you know. So the larger the word, the more often that word was used to by the people who were polled. Situation, yeah. So I have in front of me uh, pictures of two dashing politicians. <laughs> Mr. Keir Starmer and Mr. Rishi Sunak. Sorry, that's Sir Keir Starmer. Sir Mr. Keir Starmer and Lord Mr. Rishi Sunak of the highest Earl Court of the Fourth. He really is. It is Sir Keir, you know. Yes, I know. Okay, but not Sir Rishi. So the largest and first words that you see for... Prime Minister of the United Kingdom are rich Prime Minister selfish out of touch clever weak the largest words that you at see at least two of which are probably objective for I mean, he really is, he's worth over 500 mil that's right? true yeah. the largest words that you see for Sir Keir Starmer are useless labor boring <laughs> again at least one of them objectively true the largest of the large words for Kier is boring, and the largest word for Rishi, well, is Rishi. <laughs> yeah. Rich. Yep. He's Rishi Rishi. Rishi Rich, yeah, indeed. Um, now, they both have useless, right? They but both, in different sizes. Well, now, let's wait. There is a lot of overlap and crossover, yes. which is interesting. So yep. they both get useless, although right. the useless for Starmer is larger than the useless for Rishi. This, by the way, is just a poll based on about 5,000 voters, I think. Something like that. They both get um, smarmy. <laughs> right. Now, Rishi so and Sunak Barry... gets out of touch. Does Starmer get out of touch? No. Oh, no, he doesn't get out of touch. He gets, um, uh, Rishi gets out of touch. However, this is interesting. Rishi gets, in a very big word, liar. And in a smaller word, Kier gets dishonest. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so another, so unknown is a word that Kier gets. Um see they both get smarmy um t- on the plus side Kier, uh one of his words in his word cloud is integrity yes sunak does not have integrity they right? both get weak um and but sunak also gets competent which he, sunak gets said. competent but he gets bland he gets bland but his bland is much smaller than um starmer's boring true he gets Rishi gets disloyal. Yes, disloyal. Starmer gets integrity, uh, about the same size as Smarmy. He also gets a small Tory, which is funny because now this is interesting because even though yeah, even I mean, though it, yeah, it looks it. like Kier gets more words, so there's he has a, a quantity of more descriptors. Than Rishi, yeah, you so wonder in how teensy, they... teensy, 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 little bitty, bitty, bitty words, you get Tory lawyer. One is so small I can't even read it. I I don't know what that word is. He gets um. Oh, it's a cl- low resolution photo. It's low it? resolution, uh, but yeah. one I think says no policies, indecisive. <laughs> um, better than the others. <laughs> 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 better than the others one can assume that you know within the context of of british humor that that bar is quite low step right over it's lying on the ground indecisive 
Um, competent is quite small, but somebody said that he was competent. If somebody said uh, Sunak was competent as well. I think his their, competent, both their competence are about, about the, the same, same size. size. Yeah. I think Rishi's competent is, is slightly bigger, maybe just by one or two people. And he got a trying his best, which Starmer did not get. His trying his best <laughs> is yeah matches um, Kier's um, better than the others. Right. Um, right. And um, and of course unelected. But here's the interesting thing. So well, there's many interesting and hilarious things about this. But Rishi gets fewer descriptors, but all but his descriptors are either negative or neutral. So his negative descriptors yeah. are disloyal, liar, corrupt, um, weak, out of touch, selfish. I mean, rich could be, yeah. I would assume that that was probably like a negative descriptor. Which maybe if something was below a certain threshold, it just didn't show up at all. Yeah. So it's not going to do all the long tail. Which is too bad because the long tail is the most interesting always. Um, smarmy, yeah, but Starmer useless. obviously had more that broke that threshold. Up. Yeah. As far as I can tell, the only positive descriptor he got was trying his best. Good. Somebody just said Good. Um, competent, you get the clever. clever. Although clever can almost be negative. Clever in a and smarmy are so very, context. very close. <laughs> and then the neutral category, the neutral descriptors he got was unelected, which is also quite funny, I think. And true. Yeah. Um, conservative, foreign. I think those are no conservative foreign is all one descriptor. So no, I, I, I think it's probably those are two because yeah, that's I mean he his he's like second generation prime minister, which again objectively true. Yes. Um. Oh, and then also it looks like he's got safe. I don't think that. Um, yeah, yeah, it's the old safe pair of hands idea. But the only positive descriptor on here is good. That's all he's got. Incompetent. Good, competent, the rest is, you know. Clever. Depending. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's good, he's competent, um, trying his best. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> safe, I suppose. People safe. might think safe is good, although, again, that's almost. He's a safe, disloyal, corrupt, rich, out of touch, selfish, weak <laughs> liar who happens to be the prime minister, who's also useless, smarmy, um, unelected, but trying his best. Oh yeah, wait, wait. You did those out of sequence, though. I but, did. Yeah, with, I'm just trying cloud, to sum it should, all up. Yeah, but it looks like the first. I think if you had to do only five, it looks like um, he's a rich liar who's out of touch, is weak and good. I think that's probably. Possibly weak also and useless. a useless safe yeah. prime minister. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas Starmer's would be, he's a boring labor, useless, dishonest, smarmy integrity. Yeah, and then in his little itty, so the, his little itty bitty, they get they gave smarm they gave smarmer Starmer, yeah. whew, <laughs> Freudian, yeah, yeah. a longer tail than they gave. Rishi. Yeah. So his little, he's got these little bitty words in here that, that, um, these words are so small. Rishi doesn't have words that are this small, which would be lawyer, strong, better than the others. Um, something, no policies, has no policies, Tory, <laughs> indecisive, competent. Yeah. yeah. So he is indeed a boring, useless labor, um, Dishonest. Yeah. So again, interesting because this is why I, I love data. So while he does have more little itty bitty words where Rishi doesn't have any, Rishi has of the words he does have. If you cut off, um, if you were to like slice off or not include Kier's little bitty words. Rishi has more diversity in the size of his words than Kier does. So Kier has like there, there's there's more I think of a, of a ubiquitous sentiment toward Kier, because if you look mm. at change, smarmy, integrity, stable, unknown, <laughs> dishonest, those are all the same size. 
right. Yeah. So what is this? I would be very interested to know the profile of the people being polled. Sure. sure. Yep. No, that's that's always because we know that like you know Tories or Labour people or Democrats freaking talk too much. So <laughs> if you were if, if you were a Labour supporter but you were unhappy with your party's leader, you'll probably use more words. Whereas the Tories just sort of get to the point. Maybe. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Although I mean, Boris Johnson was certainly never. Um, in any sort of, you know, uh, uh, deficit in terms of his... Um, no, he could talk. I mean, it was usually kind of bumbling and... Yeah, uh, entertaining, though, always. Of, always entertaining, yes, indeed. Um, and he would not get the unelected rather, one, presumably. Rather verbose. <laughs> Sunak gets. Um, Is verbosity a word? Uh, I, <laughs> sure. Perhaps. <laughs> but, but, yeah, certainly verbose. Uh, but th- that's the thing. It uh, you wonder how much guidance um, they were given. Obviously, they couldn't just be doing it from a checklist. I wouldn't have thought. Um, so, you know, so, because some of them are, you know, actual adjectives, and then some of them are, you know, sort of phrases. Um, yeah. It, trying his best is, yeah. I, I don't even know. Yeah. So my my summary here is that Keir is boring, useless labor leader, but he's better than the others. <laughs> right. Rishi is the rich, out of touch prime minister who's a liar, um, but he's yeah. trying his best. So right. Right. that's right. that's about all you can right. expect from your politicians. Right. I think some of them are interesting too because Sunak does not strike me as clever at all. Uh, that that one is really, I think, out of left field. Um, I don't think he was clever when he was the chancellor either. But anyway. I think it would be really fun if you were asked to participate in a word cloud mm-hmm. and I was asked to identify which words I think you put forth <laughs> because I would get 100% accurate. The words Michael no. would put forth would be, um, well, useless, yes, but also... You know, Labor, Tory, Prime Minister. Um, I think you would anything that said like incompetent would probably, if there was on both sides, I think that would be like a Michael Massa. I would be very tempted to do all uh, think of it references. So I wouldn't just say useless. I would say useless as a marzipan dildo, <laughs> or you know, yeah. or omni shambles. <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, so in other political news, yes, Michael received um, his latest update from the one and oh, only I didn't even look at Mr. Bernie Sanders. Everyone's favorite. We're feeling the burn on a Sunday morning, which is nice because yeah. it's cold outside. Yeah. How much money is he asking for this morning? I assume two dollars seventy or twenty-seven. No, he, he wanted my remember because he went up last time. Something. Factor of ten. Uh, I get um, I get Trump's uh, mailings now. Too. Oh, you do. His, his are, I get yeah. um, RFK's emails. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Do, are they like? Do they sound raspy and? What stuff? I don't understand about these politicians is that, what's with all the all caps? Yeah. It makes you seem unhinged. <laughs> what? What? Why is it impossible? <laughs> as somebody who wants to be the leader of the free word, to just, you know. The, the Chicago Manual of Grammar, just, you know, <laughs> just follow the rules. Uh, yeah, you were a Chicago person? Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. In fact, I more. still have my ringed binder of um, American Grammar Bible. Got your strunk and white, your Turabian, mm-hmm. Chicago. Yeah, it's good stuff. I don't even know. Now the kids just, like, go on the interwebs or something, so... This is how they do it on Instagram. Oh, what was I looking for? Oh, um, uh, Bernie O. Sanders. Yes. So his um, subject line is, your response is to where do you think things stand politically today? Microphone. Um, recently sent out an email. Oh, Michael, if you can't. A, he sent out an email with a few important questions. That's what he's telling me. All right. Me. What are the questions? What are the important I don't know. questions? I don't know. Okay. Um, 
what the fuck is he doing? In a soon-to-be-written email, I'll give you my thoughts on that question, but now I hope you'll take a minute to read a cross-section of some of the responses we received so that you can get a sense as to what people around the country, people around the country, uh, not that he has a highly vetted uh, uh, mailing list. Um, These are people around the country are thinking. I don't know, Bernie. I just don't know. It seems like people need to see a difference in their everyday lives to see that government can do good things for people. I would love to see the Democrats take bold action on health care, housing, safety net things, etc., in ways that bring us together, emphasizing care for each other, for our community. That is apparently Mary from Georgia. How are things going? In a word, horribly. The left and center in this country have been fighting a defensive battle, trying to stave off one self-imposed political disaster after another for decades. I want candidates who refuse to fight for tiny incremental change and instead promise bold, transformational change. Dennis from Illinois. Transformational change? Yep, that's apparently what Dennis from Illinois wants. Now, uh, you know, and I'm not suggesting that all of these are just Bernie in a different voice, you know, or speaking through his little uh, Senor Wences hand. Um, anyway, yeah, you got Joanne from Oregon. Farbad from Alabama, Robert from Ohio, Basil from Oregon. Any, any ladies in the group? Paul from Connecticut, John from Massachusetts. What are you talking about? There's no such thing as a lady. Adrian from New York, and Julie from Maryland. You want to see what Julie from Maryland says? She says, says, I'm extremely happy with what President Biden has done with his first term. I will be voting for his second term. I think the average American does not understand how the CHIPS Act infrastructure or inflation legislation affects them personally i also don't think they understand that benefits of these things will take a while to feel the full benefits it would be great if we could find bite-sized pieces to put out there to show people how it affects everyday americans love the valley forge speech we need more of that bernie sanders gave a valley's forge speech that's julie from maryland no that might have been uh o'biden because she's a big fan okay Apparently, that's what she says. How old is Bernie now? He's younger than Biden, isn't he? Uh, I, I don't know. Let me see. Uh, yeah, I think everyone's younger than Biden. Not everyone's younger than Biden. Um, um, how old is Bernie Sanders? He's 82, so I think they're the same age. Um, Let me see, how old is Biden? Oh, Biden's 81, spring chicken. There you go. He's full of energy. Mm-hmm. Coherent. Very stable when he's walking. And almost never brings up corn pop. What more could you want from a candidate? He probably brings up corn if pop too often. If you could have any sugary American breakfast cereal right now, what would you choose? Sugary Don't overthink it. I know well, that something's already in your head. Just say the first thing that comes to mind. Well, the first thing that comes to mind is that I'm probably quite out of touch mm. with what's on American shelves uh, these days, which is unfortunate because I do quite like how uh, things like breakfast cereals uh, can reflect society. But um, if I had to go back to when I was eating more sugary cereals, uh so when I started buying my own groceries, I was certainly a sucker for, you know, the, the like, um, Kroger knockoff, uh, apple cinnamon, uh, Cheerios, uh, the, those types of things. But, um, but if I'd go back to before I was buying my own groceries, I, I think I'd have to go either with, um, Frankenberry, um, or, uh, Possibly Lucky Charms, but classic Lucky Charms, you know, the uh, Pink Hearts, Yellow Moons, Orange Stars, Green Clover, Blue Diamonds, not that nonsense they came up with later. All the multicolors and all marshmallows and all that shit. Um, what, what about you? Well, first of all, what is your preferred grain? Oats, corn, or yeah. corn flakes? This, this, this is a Rice. challenge. Um. So I probably ate more the, of the corn-based stuff. You know, your, your, your Cap'n Crunches, um, which, you know, I like 
uh, classic Captain Crunch, uh, Crunchberry, and and peanut butter crunch. I like all those, but um, it was kind of nice with the more uh, w- with the OT based, you know, your, your Lucky Chimes type thing. You did have the contrast between what's essentially a Cheerio in a different shape, uh, and then the the, the marshmallow. Um, and of course, yeah, you get the, the same kind of thing with the uh, monster cereals. I always well. loved the crispiness of the rice based cereal, mm-hmm. but they go soggy really it's, fast. That's gotta, the problem. You got to be on top of it, yeah, which po- probably means smaller bowls yeah. and faster eating. And the but smaller the oat- bowls is fine, but then you have to refill. Have to Obviously, refill. you're still going to eat the quantity. That you so want, the oat based so. cereals, they're not exactly crispy, but they're not crunchy either. It's a nice uh, texture. Yeah, they certainly can't get the crisp, no. Well, also, I think that the, um, I don't know what the technologies are for uh, cereal, but it seems like the oat stuff you tend to form into, is honeycomb oat? It might be. That's about the most complicated of the oat structures that I can think of. Whereas if you go to your uh, kind of hybrid grains, your uh, checks and all that, you know, you can get the the, uh, milk uh, retaining lattice, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Which you kind of get with life, but life would never stay um, Go soggy so fast and as can't long eat it as checks. Yeah, but I do like it when it. that cold milk first hits the life. Yeah, yeah. Of all the cereals that nauseated me in the morning, <laughs> life for some reason was the worst. I mean, we talked about this before, but that yeah. was my breakfast routine. You get up, you have your bowl of cereal, <laughs> you become nauseated. You lie down on the couch for a few minutes, you get over it, and then you get on with your day. That was my childhood morning routine. From like just the sugar rush? Yeah. Because you're not even eating excessively bad. You're not eating cookie crisp. And that we didn't, kind of stuff, I right? didn't like cookie yeah. crisp. Yeah. Cookie yeah, crisp. I didn't like cookie crisp either, actually. I shouldn't say I never tried cookie Ugh. crisp, I don't think. Because it's disappointing. It's like, you know, it's like, you know the, the amazing advertisements yeah. leading up to Christmas for those toys that you want so desperately and then you get the toy and it's so disappointing. Right, right. That's right. to me what Cookie Crisp is. Um, whereas Cinnamon Toast Crunch, like that that delivered as far no. as I could tell. Now, it did interest- go soggy, but Here's it was an interesting delicious. thing. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Captain Crunch, and um, what was the other one that you mentioned? I think like the, 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 the Reese's Peanut Butter Balls or whatever. Now, those were later because that is actually a well peanut product, butter right? any any flavor of the Captain Crunch boys always loved those cereals and girls never did oh, and here's something else the alphabets I always found to be really disgusting I hated that cereal even though mm. it's basically Lucky Charms I don't know why alphabets well, was like so Charms gross minus the marshmallows yeah yeah, yeah. um now what about uh, in terms of the the licensing and and the marketing so did uh, Whatever, uh, Sunny uh, or no, Toucan but I Sam. I did love the toy at the bottom of the cereal, and of course, the toy at the bottom. Okay. I would always open the cereal, crush all the cereal, get my little my yeah. little mitt in the bottom of the box, and get the get the toy out right away. Okay, okay. Um, but you didn't. Uh, the, the are they General Mills mostly? I think so. The whether it's you know a crazy rabbit or a, you know a toucan, it, it, this wasn't attractive to you at all. It wasn't the commercials that would make you want to eat the cereals. Mm-mm. Okay, yeah. Um, but my favorite cereals, looking back on it now, because I'm so sensitive to any to anything tactile, mm-hmm. and it still is to this day. My favorite texture is crispiness. So my favorite cereal was. Um, Cocoa Rice Krispies, followed by Tony the Tiger. So, you know, Frosted Flakes. Yep, yep. Um, and then I I would say, like, um, whatever the puffed rice was. So the um, honey, honey rice. What was that called? Yep. Well, I think they used to call it Super Sugar Crisp. But yeah, then they got rid of the crisp. sugar. <laughs> they called it, you know, uh, Super Golden Crisp. And then I don't know what they yeah, call it. Yeah, Cheerios, I never liked. Even saying the word Cheerios, it <sighs> makes me gag a little bit because all I could think about are little babies, like with their little baggies of Cheerios that are all gummy and gross. And Well, also because oat burps are very different than yeah. uh, corn or rice burps. Yeah. yeah. 
And then um, I loved uh, Lucky Charms. Absolutely loved Lucky Charms. And also Fruit Loops. Loved Fruit Loops. Did like Fruit Loops. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Fruit Loops more than Tricks because I think of them as very similar. Yeah, Tricks had that delicious, incredibly artificial taste. I think because of the orange flavored Tricks. Colors were even scarier yeah. with, yeah. And then I also loved Booberry because you would have Booberry Poo. You like it would turn your poo blue because of all the dyes. My God. Well, yeah, I think in in terms of the the way it presented, uh, at least as I recall it, uh, Fruit Loops seemed to have the sort of um, uh, the the kind of pale white uh, dusting, uh, uh, sugar coating, mm-hmm. uh, which toned down the color. And I don't recall Tricks having that. I think Tricks was uh, retained its bright colors more. So, mm-hmm. whereas with Fruit Loops, you had uh, almost the same sheen as um, like Frosted Flakes. You could always see the the uh, sugar coating on top yeah. and i love grape grape nuts still love grape nuts that's a curious one yeah, i don't the think milk has any to be ice ice cold child loves grape nuts yeah big james whitmer fan were you okay no um sorry about i this, was really this, afraid of like breaking teeth on grape nuts back in the day i didn't learn to appreciate is... grape nuts until much later mm. in life i mean to the extent that anyone can appreciate you can get grape, grape nuts. nuts here in europe if you want to pay seven bucks a box which i have done um, and what are grape nuts? I don't know. No one knows. Is it like it's got to be think some kidney stones? Collected. Irish. Uh, it looks a bit like the uncooked uh, Irish porridge or something. No. That's what they seem like. No, they're toasted. That's what it is. So good. It's, yeah. No, they do have a nice nuttiness to them. That's for sure. what I love. Yeah. Kind of a malty. Yeah. So everybody's getting hep to the fact that. <laughs> eating these breakfast cereals is pretty much the worst way to start your day <laughs> or your life. And so the sale of these breakfast cereals has started to go mm. down. So instead of making the breakfast cereals more nutritious, which of course would yeah. hurt, hurt margins, they're remarketing or rebranding breakfast cereals as snack foods. So the first thing you have to do is establish snacking as a verb. Yes, yes. So once yes. you get that yeah. done, yeah. then you have the whole snacking industry. Um, which is in you know direct competition with the idea of intermittent fasting. Well, I was going to say so. Some people interpreted the uh, you know the trend in the oh you should have six meals a day or whatever right. it means uh, oh there's room for snacking uh, mm-hmm. in the day. Yeah, because I don't know yeah. why snacking is necessary. <laughs> it's not. In fact, it's, it's horrible. Just people for you. get that afternoon crash. There's so many companies that build themselves around the you know what if you had a healthy snack at your you know two o'clock. Uh, dip, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. It's like, well, maybe if you didn't have the sugary breakfast cereal, you wouldn't have the two o'clock <laughs> dip. <laughs> or drink, you know, orange juice. 56, according to Mintel.com, 56% of millennials say that they have eaten cereal as a snack at home compared to 32% of baby boomers. Younger generations are leading the revolution. Mm. <laughs> When it comes to snacking on cereal, in fact, more than half, 56%. Oh, you said that already. Um, it's hard to deny cereal snackability with three quarters. 74% of cereal consumers agreeing that it's great for a snack. But gone are the days of bland, flavorless options as many view no. cereal as a way to indulge in a guilty-free treat. As a guilt-free treat. Well, what kind of cereals are they talking about? Well, there are... I know there are some cereal smaller bars? companies now that... Um, there's a YouTuber that I follow sometimes and one of his um, uh, sponsors is, you know, people do these kind of healthy like cereal companies. Uh, so it's, you know, supposedly is, is great tasting, but it's much healthier than your uh, mass market cereals. Now, I mean, you, you enjoy, um, and I do as well, uh, a, a bowl of uh, cereal sometimes uh, in, in the evening, like not usually as a yeah, breakfast but I pay cereal. Yeah, for it the next day though. But even so, but we're not talking uh, monster cereals here. We're talking things like you know uh, granola or um, still muesli. Super bad. Yeah, that, I'll have like a little thing. tiny cup. Yeah, and I try yeah. to not eat it. I try to sprinkle it, so right. it's it's not the thing I'm eating. It's like a little sprinkling of. Yes, of, I, I do like my Jordan's tropical. Um, <laughs> Now, here's Let's something. I, I have to look this up because I, I think I got this right, and I was so shocked. Um, um, 
I think Cocoa Krispies. Cocoa Krispies. That, that's got the elephant pitch man, right? Cocoa Krispies. Okay, so Cocoa Krispies have thirty nine grams. Which is ba- it's chocolate rice krispies. Yeah. Right? Okay. All right. It My turns favorite. To milk. Have okay. thirty nine grams. Of sugar, oh my god, thirty nine grams of sugar for a hundred grams of cereal is that that can't be correct? Yeah, wow, sure. sugar content of Rice Krispies. Well, yeah, it's ten grams. I was gonna say almost none. Yeah, still that's a lot. Well, ten percent. Um, but. Uh, yeah, no, that that's interesting. I was never a, as big a fan. So does that mean that um, if it came to uh, what the hell are they called? Oh, the, so you would prefer uh, cocoa pebbles over fruity pebbles? Oh no, no, I hate I hate the pebbles lines. Too soggy. Oh, okay. cocoa pebbles, fruity pebbles. Bleh, they get okay, soggy but but the the chocolate. Do you like the chocolate possibly over the fruit? Yeah. Well, not in pebble form. Right, but uh, if you had to choose Cocoa Krispies or uh, Fruit Loops, Cocoa Krispies or Fruit Loops, yeah. Hmm, do I have to? Yeah. Mm. They're vying for your cereal dollar no. on the shelf there. Okay. Okay, let's talk about something great and amazing. So cereal. Um, for the first time ever on the Dragon's Den. One of the entrepreneurs, contestant, received an offer from all six, a non-negotiated offer from all six dragons. All, no, there's six now. Oh, this is the UK version you're talking mm-hmm. about. Okay. Well, yeah, Dragon's Den. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, the Japanese one's Dragon's Den also. <sighs> but, so, wait, yes, go ahead. So so she was asking for 50,000 pounds for 10% of her company all six dragons gave her the offer and oh, I've just given away the, the exciting conclusion. <sighs> yeah. um, Stephen Bartlett. This, yes. that, this, there, this is, this is an interesting one. So he, she's asking for 10%. They all give her uh, 10%. He says, I'll give you all of the money, but I want 15% of the business. So you would think if he's trying, that is such a ballsy move. If he's trying to negotiate, and wait, he, what he's the, trying to compete. the numbers again are fifty thousand for ten percent. Well, that's I mean that's the dragon's den. They give away unbelievable amounts of equity, but also very very low value company. Yes, but yes, go ahead. Yeah, so they all said to her, "Well, okay, I'm just gonna say it now. Like the first person ever to get an offer from all six dragons is a woman. Okay, and um, it's just a beautiful, straightforward business. Lovely story, great product." Um, her margins are incredible. So it costs her three euros to make this thing. She charges 30 what bucks. What is this thing? Huh? What is this thing? I'll tell you in a sec. Okay. And, um, and her net profit is, you know, like 50% of her revenue. Amazing. And, um, so he goes in there and you would think if he wants to compete with the other dragons that he would offer a lower equity stake but he actually offers a higher equity stake and he's like i'm worth it but i want 15 percent of the business and so she negotiates him down to like 12 and a half percent because she was he was the dragon that she wanted okay so i'm very very happy that the first person who did this is a solo female entrepreneur Mm -hmm. what is his background by the way is he like a media like social media marketing social media marketing okay um and so the product, and I bought it, of course, immediately, is this acupuncture little product where you stick these little tiny, tiny, tiny little gold buttons in your ear. So first of all, they look freaking cool. Second of all, they're effective and they're affordable. Hold on, we have to stop for just a sec. We're back. Oh. Okay. Um, I f- yes, we were talking about this. Oh, we were talking about the Dragon's Den lady. Yes. So I'm desperate to get her on this product. podcast. 
I mean, she's like overnight famous now, so it's never going to happen. Um, but she's from Sheffield, so I was thinking if I can get her on the podcast, I can go and talk to her in Sheffield and you can go watch some snooker or something. That's very thoughtful. Yeah, you can do it in April. Anyway. Yes. So So why Ms. would you buy, Boxer? Why would you buy a product that you know that they're doing so profitably? Yeah. Because I'm supporting my girl. I'm like, hell yeah, I'll give you that giant markup. You take all that money. You deserved it. Take it. Take all my money. For an acupuncture needle. Mm-hmm. Take it. Go, girl. We got to support our girls. Support our girls. You did, but now there's... Uh, so I assume Peter is still there. He's the only... He's thing. extremely tan. Like, Peter, you've crossed the line. Yeah, 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 His teeth have been too white for a very long time. His tan... Is Tuker still there this season? Bra- he's bronzing. Okay. He's bronzed. Yeah, he's bronzed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know who this season's dragons are. Mm-hmm. So I'll have to check that out. Um, Let's talk about weekends. Okay. I feel like it's Sunday morning, but we've we've had a weekend... And it feels so nice. And this morning I got up, had my coffee. Immediately the brain starts going through the to-do list. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute, babes. It's Sunday. (laughs) Slow your roll. You don't have to go to work on a Sunday. I'm trying to delineate the week with actual weekends. We were doing okay for a while. We were, you know, Saturday we were really taking it as a day off. And now I'm going to try and put Sunday back in there too. You know, it's a day of rest. Mm-hmm. After you got to take care of the CEO, <laughs> the vessel of the CEO, got to take care of it, let it rest, feed it properly. So, even the Lord rested. Today, we need to put all of the Christmas ornaments away back in the shed. They're just sort of off in everything's the in boxes. Yeah, yeah we just need to get the. The little room Garage, that they stored and so cleared out. Yes, yes. And then our lovely name, neighbor Irma gave me all of these tulip bulbs. And she's like, you've got to plant these, Beth. Do not not plant them because she knows me. So you can indeed still plant tulips as late as December now, even though it's frosty. I'm going to put them in pots. So, And they'll pop up in spring? Yeah. So I am okay. going. My, my little non-working job for the day today is that I'm mm. going to plant these tulips and so I'm going to spread out um, a tarp on the floor of the atelier and get it all nice and dirty and and plant my, plant my tulips and you have to put them in pots okay. I'm going to put them in pots because of course we've covered up our entire yard with pebbles and then do you move th- okay so you will not move them in springtime or anything then. no but I think I, once you plant them I think I can put I mean, the pots outside them. they're fine yeah so okay. I would assume so. I mean, it's it's a very hearty mm-hmm. uh, plant. I'm going to make that commitment to, to Irma. Nice. Okay. And so the other very thing, Dutch. So while I'm doing that physically, intellectually, I will be working on um, the Cats 2023 performance review. Mm-hmm. Haven't written that yet. Um, it's going to be layoffs this year, I think. Well... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, this was the year of corporate layoffs. That's what I'm saying. We, we got to go with Trent. Did not have any layoffs. In fact, the theme for this year is going to be diversity and inclusion. So we're mm. expanding the definition of team. We're expanding the definition of workplace community. Um, and I'm looking forward to to writing up their performance review. Somebody's up there meowing right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess the, the the overall themes, of course, we are the management team. So perhaps I have some ideas, but perhaps we can kind of go through them now. Okay. Um, we don't do force ranking anymore, so we will not have top performers to lower performers. Mm. Okay. That said, who do you think was the top performer this year of the pets? Shall we go back to our word cloud for inspiration? Right, yeah, exactly. Um, 
<laughs> Let's when we're so so for the audience who doesn't know us, we have five pets. We have two dogs and three cats. Um, Don't have an audience. And um, so our word cloud, if we want to look at um, the leading. Uh, um, politicians of the UK that we might um, right. garner for some inspiration for right. our team. Sure. Rich, boring, useless, of course. Yes, they are. Dishonest, yes. All, Disloyal, all yes. Disloyal, yeah. Trying his best. No, I don't think any of ours get. You don't think any of best. our cats or our animals are trying their best? What about Marvin? I think Marvin's always trying his best. I don't think he's trying his best. Trying at all, indecisive. Uh, well, whether somebody wants to go in or out say, of the door when it's sub zero and the door's wide open, there's some indecisiveness happening there. Yes, yeah, that's mostly the two Ouija's are the yeah stable, definitely not. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I don't think that. Um. I don't think that any of, of these... Um, Out of touch. Uh, yeah. no, I don't not, think that they apply to the animals. This wasn't so helpful. Uh, all right, so of we our animals. Yeah. Who do you think would be a Tory and who do you think would be in labor? <laughs> or who do you think would be would hope um, a liberal Democrat? Either. Yeah. I think all of our animals are Reform UK candidates. Mm-hmm. Um, UKIP. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, they love that's... KIP. Kip is they, the Dutch they, word for chicken. They, they do love They would Kip. all be UKIP. That's Pro true. UKIP. Yes. <laughs> yes. Every single one of them. There's no more UKIP. Um, that's too bad. Yeah, that is too bad. Um, I mean, for folks who like that sort of thing. Um, yeah, I I don't feel that our animals are affiliated. I, I don't think that they are particularly loyal, so I'm not sure that they'd have any party affiliation. Mm-mm. Jack would be like hardcore, you know, like Sandinista communist. I think. <laughs> Jack Kerouac. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think we should just go straight down the middle. I think the the sisters, the Norwegian forest cats, would definitely be Tory. The dogs would be Labour. The dogs are pro-immigration because they came from. You know, developing countries. Yeah. So if we want to, yeah, be more offensive about this, mm-hmm. so the 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 lineage of the, you know, uh, of the Norwegians. Yes, uh, they went is, to finishing school in Switzerland. Went to finishing school and oh no, Austria. Uh, their parents and grandparents, and mm-hmm. there's many many generations of extremely selective mm-hmm. uh, breeding. Now, <laughs> whether it actually ended up with a a quality product is uh, well selected breeding never does so they have teeth problems well, they have digestive problems um they're unbelievably expensive to maintain because of these problems but they're beautiful uh sort of yeah they're, they're pretty badly i mean they're matted right well, now the one of them one is they're norwegian forest really cats they're lazy groomers like groomer, do it yeah. for me yeah mm-hmm. but actually don't do it in the spot where i need it just put me in the other spot mm-hmm. um Yes, whereas the other ones, uh, you know, Poppy is certainly the product of a, a broken home. Mm-hmm. Um, Marv probably grew up in quite a large family. But Marvin, like Marvin would be celebrated as an immigrant because he's so beautiful. <clears throat> so he's like super model and he's an athlete. So he would be, you know, winning Olympic gold medals for the UK. Right. Um, I guess that doesn't really help us decide what political party he'd be a part of, but he would definitely be welcomed. Well, they often have those things though, because the 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 UK particularly has a lot of those uh, kinds of. I'm a you know celebrity, and, you know Billy Piper says vote Labour, that that kind of stuff. Yeah, Poppy would so. be like the scrappy first generation <clears throat> immigrant with the sassy talk and <clears throat> y- you know the colorful language and um, you know. Uh, she she she'd bring her own like you know s- s- like cultural flavor to the group, but then she's also you know you better watch it because man if you cross Poppy, you know she's gonna cut a bitch. 
uh, it's a quote that you know, that guy I talk to sometimes. Uh, it's a quote. It comes from American politics, I think. It's some. It's one of those, uh, you know, kind of um, rabble rousing type, uh, presumably Democrat. I think it's a possibly female, possibly person of color Democrat. But uh, I think there's uh, actual tape. Of that, or maybe this is just like your catchphrase or something. It's like, you know, fuck around and find out or whatever. If you, and so, so Poppy very much has that attitude. It's like, you, know, you want to fuck around and find out, you know, mm-hmm. as I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who that person is, but it, I think it's somebody who's probably broadly associated with that um, um, AOC type of uh, movement. There you go. Yeah. Poppy would be down with AOC big time. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Marvin would be one of those first-generation immigrants that wants to close the door behind him. Don't let those immigrants in. Don't let those <sighs> Pedenco Canarios in. But Marvin, Jesus. you're a Pedenco Canario. Yeah, but I'm, you know, I'm a Western European now. Well, also, oh. he's legal. His papers are in order. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> he's not just swimming over. He can't swim. He'd come over on a boat. Marvin's yeah. chest is literally two and a half inches wide. Well, you could pack a lot of pedenkos in a raft. You could. They flat pack. Oh yeah. my god, that's yeah. that. We're going into dangerous territory here. Jesus. Built for speed. All right now. Um. All right, so I'm going to be planting some tulips inside today. Good. Good. We are going to be practicing our breathing techniques. I've been doing that a long time. Um, I'm going to buy a bunch of acupuncture needles and just stick them in Michael's face randomly and just see what happens for fun. It's just the actual Dragon's Den thing? No. Okay. Right. I just thought that would be a fun thing to do. I don't think you know how to use acupuncture. It doesn't matter. I mean, nobody knows how to use acupuncture. Yeah, people do. But I just yeah. thought that would be really funny to just stick them in your face and see what happens. Well, I want cat's whiskers only. I don't think you can reuse them, can you? Acupuncture needles? Yeah. Who no cares? Idea. Let's reuse them and see what happens. I can't imagine <laughs> that. Maybe you can kind of down cycle. With maybe you can kind that. of rinse them out in alcohol, rubbing alcohol. Right, but I'm saying maybe you can kind of gradually, like if you start out using them in the face, maybe you can later use them in the feet, uh, kind mm. of stuff. Yeah, so that when we put them in your butt, I was then say, that's the last. You go from the butt the the to the eye. Yeah, probably not the best. <laughs> Let's see what happens. It'll be right. funny. You can stick an acupuncture needle in my tear duct. Well, you know, fecal transplants have been mir- miraculously <clears throat> curative. So mm. we'll just like transplant your fecal from your butt to your eyeball. Who gets uh, fecal transplants? What? Who gets fecal transplants? People with Crohn's disease, people with um, really debilitating uh, gastrointestinal problems. Okay. So fecal transplants from people that have, you know, diverse and healthy gut microbiomes have been extremely miraculously curative for people with these chronic symptoms. So... And wait, so are they actually... They are taking the poop from one person and putting it in the intestines of another person. But then doesn't that poo just go away? And how Well, is it's that the bacteria in the person? poo. Okay, so enough stays behind mm-hmm. in the. Uh, I guess so. GI in order to okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, and then also because we were talking about Bela Fleck yesterday. Yes. Also, all last night we were playing beautiful, orchestral, lush, gorgeous Americana and banjo music all day yesterday, and the dogs loved it. <clears throat> they were so calm. They're just lazy. Well, no, but they just, it just, I think that the frequency really just literally resonated in their little dog brains. They loved it. Well, if you're going to play like, you know, old timey American music, you got to have like a lazy hound dog by the porch. Maybe the hound dogs are lazy because of the music. Could be. It subdues them. Um, But not bluegrass. That's not going to be calming. I don't know. Yeah, we were playing some bluegrass yesterday, and they really yeah. I'm just it. saying, but that, that I mean that would be much more toe tappy dancey. Yeah. What do you think about when we record these our morning podcasts over coffee that we do it live over YouTube? <laughs> uh, yeah. If you want to uh, have a 
you know, broadcast that's uh, obviously not a broadcast because no one's present. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. I All mean, right. I'm not. Would we have to set up cameras or what do we do? We'll look into it. Yeah, you can set up a simple camera. Okay, so I have suggested some suggestions for what you can do with your lazy Sunday. My Sunday isn't going to be lazy. Uh, building upon the theme of how I never start anything and you never finish anything. Mm. So why don't we take down all the pictures today? And you don't have to put up all your instruments, but yeah, what gonna, do you want to accomplish today? Yeah, so I, I am going to uh, hang a few of those, uh, mm-hmm. free up some uh, floor space, get rid of some guitar stands, yeah, put things on the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, I have uh, some uh, Jessup uh, memorials to read today as well, okay. so I'm going to do that. But. And then also, because I need to have my sheet music smack center on the wall, right yeah. above the radiator there. I know you think that that's not the thing to do, Michael, but I immediately, if I'm going to do this, like, I immediately, I just need it there. Yeah, so I'm can sorry, you just tell me, just, let's just bypass the, but you shouldn't need it there conversation. I was going to say, but this really is the, why can't I play violin left-handed t- sort of thing. Why can't I play violin left-handed or cello left-handed? Because you can't if you're going to play with other folks. Well, I'm not going to uh, play with but, other folks. But the, I'm just saying that where music stands go <laughs> in front of the keyboard is that that, that that is. But that's not true because that, if this was a piano where the sheet music would be is much higher than on this keyboard, it'd be. Not really. It's just like with your, what you're supposed to put your head with your laptop. Your head's supposed to be up. It's not eye supposed level to be right up. here with the sheet music looking down slightly, not. You know, playing like this. No, it's supposed to be. So anyway, do like I should I put a, something up there myself, or can angle. I just put the um the sheet music stand behind the keyboard and in front of the radiator? If you actually want a, a music stand, I have a music. Yeah, stand I need a music stand as opposed to just yes, please. what's in the keyboard. Yeah, yes, that, please. That's so fine. if you can help me put the Christmas stuff away, and then I will spend mid-morning afternoon in the atelier planting tulips and um and then maybe you can kind of start working on this stuff yep yeah sounds like a plant all right thanks thank you